Listeners, did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year? And if that's not bad enough, most cleaning formulas are 90% water, which is heavy to ship, leading to excessive carbon emissions. Plus, those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia. That's a lose-lose situation for you and the planet. Nobody's trying to have that. Enter Blue Land. Blue Land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet with the same powerful clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refills start at just $2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. Listeners, Remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Roe provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Rose partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Roe dot co slash clink sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that medication costs are separate that's ro dot co slash clink hi and welcome to housewives of true crime welcome welcome i am tabitha Give me Dateline, white wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like white wine, true crime, and in bed by nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are housewives of true crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. Your lighting is so good today. Is it? I will never, you know, the slide is kind of tricky, so I'll never remember how I did it. So just (laughs) take it in. Well, welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. If you don't know us yet, get to know us now. Okay. We're fun. Yeah. Okay. So we're so fun that I went to Vegas this last weekend. 
Yeah. If you how listen was, last how week. was Vegas? It was super crowded, which made me Ooh. a little nervous. Right. Or a lot of nervous. It was super hot. It was very expensive. Likes. Yeah. I could not find a $25 table, which, by the way, that's usually my max. Like $25 is after I win some, you know? But every table was a $50 minimum. So I like the $5 tables. You cannot find that to save your life anymore in Vegas. No way. So now I know how they're making their money back. That is how. That's, That's no a, fun. A I need I to like lose my budget over a slow amount of time. So that's how I am also. So I had to leave. We stayed at the Cosmo. I had to leave the Cosmo to try to find something less. But it's really, I mean, you can't find it. It is, it's, it's expensive. No, Tab texted me. You couldn't find any old school Wheel of Fortune slots. Not Shoot. even one. Not I told my husband he was home with me annoying me all weekend. Vegas is dead. Like I don't even need to go back. I played those digital wheel of fortunes in the airport. Yeah. Not it doesn't make my heart. Not the same. No, it's not the same at all. And it feels phony, right? It's like they could play you. It's like, oh no. I mean, they've always been playing us, but Yeah. yeah. True. But the old wheel of fortune. So I found one, it was still digital, but it felt more like the old school ones but Mm -hmm. it's definitely not the same not the same oh but they do have 25 cents still but you have to play by the way it's you know you have to play the most to like win to get the spin to get the opportunity to spin you have to play the max bet yes and that's 10 10 quarters i know i know it's such yeah it's i'm over it ball (laughs) vegas your balls okay i have some other sad news what So this weekend, I was home, you know, no plans. We Mm -hmm. are going on vacation next week. And we went to Knott's Berry Farm the weekend before. I want everyone to stay home and healthy. Right. I I don't want to be a drag, but I feel like there's this COVID thing going around again. Yeah. Even though, you know, and the funk. And I just, I'm really looking forward to my next vacation. So I don't want anyone to get anything. And it's, every place is so freaking crowded down here in Orange County. So we played in the neighborhood, bike rides, park, whatever. I rented my kids E.T. I thought, oh, they're going to love this, right? They love that little mini Yoda guy, you know? I mean, (laughs) I'm not even into Star Wars. not the same. Okay, okay. but what you know what I'm saying. It's like a cute little alien, okay? That movie is terrible. I'm not sure I ever really saw it. It's so bad. Scary? It is the worst movie. It is terrible. Is it scary effects, terrible? No. It's not no. scary terrible, but it is just bad. It's boring AF. The effects are so <laughs> cheesy. My husband is like, it couldn't have been this they they must have digitally remastered it and screwed it up. It must have been better back in the day. No, it wasn't. Like, no, it's really bad. It's really bad and really boring. Total snooze fest. Do you want to torture your children? You want to punish them? Make them watch ET. I think the difference is is it just things were more boring back then, right? Oh, it's not God, like it's so bad. now it's like flashy and everything has to be like super super crazy. Yeah. 
So okay. oh, so I no did get to go to highlight of the weekend was I got to go to Costco by myself. Ditched the family for a little while, went to Costco. I picked up these fun freezy things. Oh, I got those too. I'm eating the watermelon hibiscus one. Yeah. Not impressed. Not impressed. I didn't. Maybe the other flavors are going to be better. Strawberry. I really enjoyed the, I really enjoyed the frozen Trulies. Yeah. Okay. So the frozen Trulies are better than the Costco ones for sure. Mm. But, um, but the Costco has the better price. What could you say? Anyways. Like coughs are up. Okay. Oh, well, that's yuck. Um, Let's get into our crime today, Gretch. Okay. Guess where we're going back to? Tell me. Take me there. Ventura. Oh, shoot. It's like I I'm taking you back home. Ventura Highway. I know I just did a case from Ventura about Jake Bush, but this one... I actually wanted to do when we first started our podcast, but kind of fell by the wayside. And in all honesty, I think this case may be the reason that I do what I do now. And I will explain that later. We should all know by now that Gretchen and I are from Ventura. If you don't know that, then you haven't listened to us enough. Also known as Bakersfield by the Sea, Ventucky, Ventucky beach town. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? How Dateline describes it? How they describe it as a modest beachside town. Oh, that's nice. That is nice, and I think it's accurate. And pretty accurate, actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I would say so. So many people actually never leave Ventura. They grow up there, they like the laid-back lifestyle, get themselves a job, and live a happy little life. That is not what you or I did, but we know a lot of people that still live there from our childhood. And Michael and Sherry Daly did the same thing. These two grew up in Ventura, even went to high school together back in the mid-70s at Ventura High School. Oh, my alma mater. Your alma mater. Sherry was a cute blonde and Mike, the more exotic type. Mike was half Japanese, tall, and good looking. Or at least Sherry thought so. But more than his good looks, Mike was confident, a little arrogant, drove a fast car, and liked to be the center of attention. You know any Venturians like that? Yeah. Yeah. I like but, how you said at the beginning that we like got out of there. Listen, Ventura has kind of like a a pull on people. I mean, it took us a long time to get out. We stayed through our did. 20s. We, we left did. and came back. True. True. That, so it does. But by the way, I think Ventura does do that to people also. It's like yeah. everybody's like, oh, I can actually live by the beach and, and maybe kind of afford it because yeah. you yeah. want to go to Malibu or Santa Barbara. It's all right in the middle. It's yeah. in the middle of that. And you can't afford to, like, do anything in Malibu. You're paying $10 million to buy a house, you know? So, yeah. anyhow, yes, yeah. it, ha- it, it does draw you back for sure. Yeah. And my uncle lives in Oxnard on the beach. And it's like he's always sending me these pictures. I think he's just making me a little jealous because I don't have a beach by me anymore. But true, it's pretty it's pretty nice. 
back to Michael, Michael and his outgoing personality and willingness to always have a good time. That's what really won Sherry over. When he was interested in her, her mother said she was just smitten. She could not believe the cool guy on campus wanted to date her. I actually think Sherry maybe lacked a little self-esteem because she really was a disco biscuit. And from what her friends say, she was a real nice person. So in my opinion, Mike was a lucky one. Sounds about right. Right. So Mike and Sherry would marry not too long after high school and pop out a couple beautiful little boys. And Sherry loved being a mom. She was real good with kids, so good with children that she opened her own home daycare. And Mike, he worked at Vaughn's grocery store. You know Vaughn's? You got the Vaughn's out there in Orange County? There is one Vaughn's left. In Orange County? Well, uh, there's one Vaughn's in my little, in my bubble. Yeah. It's in San Juan Capistrano. I enjoy it because there's front parking. You can park oh. right in front of the store. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Vons is also is the same brand as Pavilions, correct? Yeah. And out here we don't have either of those, but it is the same as Tom Thumb. Hmm. I don't I don't know why they like name different names, but anyways. And so he worked at the grocery store so many years that became the store manager. Oh. And if you didn't know the couple, from the outside, you probably would have thought they were your just average American family. You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone, and I'm telling you, I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year, and I really love the French language. So I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down. Not very good, but I'm I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy. I download it on my phone. I learn it in the car. It is awesome. You can do it on your desktop, wherever you find it convenient. They are there for you. And they have 25 languages, you guys, that you can use. And right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50% off. So you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life, which is amazing. And the best part is it starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences. And then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is, you know, my entire goal. So don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now. Seriously, get started before your summer vacay the our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership that's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today I'm talking about Rakuten. Have you checked it out? Because I recommend you do. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because the members earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores that I know I shop online at like Zappos, Sephora, and Best Buy. We are all already online shopping at our favorite stores, so why not be saving while doing it? It's a no-brainer. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop. 
How it works is the stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. Membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app and start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. Okay. Okay. As any average American mother, Sherry frequented Target. Like you and I, Gretchy. We love to frequent the Target. I just did the Target drive-up thing. I love it. It was so nice. It was so nice. I just needed a couple of things while my kids were at swim, and I just put it in the app. By the time I was done, pulled up, boom, in my car. Okay. Love So I used to do that all the time during COVID. And then here, it's like they deliver in two hours. To your house? To my house. So I don't actually even go to Target that much anymore. I just get it delivered. It's pretty fantastic. Wow. So on this random May day, well, actually, guess what? It wasn't very random because it was May 6, 1996. Oh. And that was my 16th birthday. I was going to say. Mm-hmm. It was a big one for me. Got my driver's license and everything that day. On that day? On that day. I oh, did. You're so am- You were so ambitious back then. <laughs> I'm still ambitious. I just didn't have a lot of shit to do. <laughs> I have lots of ambition. Yeah. Um, okay. So while I was getting my driver's license, Sherry was going to Target, and she headed there right after she dropped her six- and eight-year-old boys off at school. She did some shopping and then she left. Well, around two something in the afternoon, Sherry was not at school to pick up her boys and Michael was called to come get him. He knew right away that something was wrong. I mean, everybody knew something was wrong. It was totally out of Sherry's character to just disappear. Plus, she had those after school daycare kids that she watched And she wasn't there for them. So Michael calls the police to report Sherry missing. And she he says, you know, I called the local hospitals and her friends and no one knows where she is. She's missing. But, you know, at that time and I don't I don't know if it's still like this. I I have a feeling it's not. But they have that 72 hour missing person thing where they don't even they won't even give a shit for yeah, 72 hours. Right. I feel like that's changed, but I do kind of remember something about that. Yeah. So even though it was strange that this mother of two was not home with her kids, they had to wait. But once police started investigating Sherry's disappearance, they quickly started picking up some clues. Her mother knew right away that she was at Target. And so they found Sherry's big old van in the parking lot. Sherry drove one of those nine person passenger vans you know this like huge ones yeah i'm i'm assuming she drove that big of a car because she had those daycare kids totally her van had all of her stuff in it her wallet her id bags with stuff that she just purchased from target which happened to be mother's day gifts for her mother because it was just a couple days away thoughtful very thoughtful And the investigators in Ventura, I'm pretty proud of them. They started questioning Target shoppers and pulled footage from the store. And uh, right away, they see 
Sherry was there at nine o'clock in the morning shopping alone, and she's seen leaving the store. Then a couple shoppers actually came forward to say, yeah, indeed, I saw Sherry too, but I saw her in the parking lot that morning. And a lady cop arrested Sherry. She was blonde, wearing sort of like a tan suit, looked real official, put some handcuffs on Sherry and put her in the back of a bluish Nissan Altima. Well, that's an interesting car for a a lady cop to be driving. Well, that is exactly what the cops thought. Because, for one, cops in Ventura did not drive blue Nissan Altimas. I mean, cops don't generally drive blue cars at all. No. 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 Even if they have, like, a random car, it's usually, like, a... Camaro or something that says like seized from a drug dealer or something like on the side. Otherwise, it's always like, you know, Ford. It's like, yeah. Crown Victoria. Now they all drive little Ford SUVs. I think that they were like Crown Victorias at the time. Yeah, at the time it was probably a Crown Victoria. Yeah. So that was definitely uh, a red flag. The other red flag was that cops come in pairs especially on arrests. So Really? I didn't always? I think always now, for sure. And even back then they said that if they were going to arrest somebody, you always have like backup. It's not not very smart to probably go on like a planned arrest and not have somebody there to True. help you out. So they look up any arrests for Sherry uh, from any kind of law enforcement agency. And of course, there was... Not one. So why in the world was Sherry getting into an unmarked car with a fake lady cop? All of this was real concerning. And police in Ventura were not messing around with this case because, well, I'm sure they don't want to mess around with any case. But this one was pretty prominent. Hello, mother, female. Mother. Impersonating yes. a police officer. That's a situation. It's a it, situation. It's bad. It's bad. And I remember everyone on super high alert during this. Like, and also she was my mom's age at the time. Um, and my mom kind of knew of her and people around our family knew people that were really close friends with her. So, and my, and my mom was, my mom said that um, her boys actually played baseball at the same field my brother was playing baseball on at the same time. So she'd seen her around. So everyone, it seemed, was on high alert, except for her husband. Oh, no. And but he's the one that called the police. He did call the police, but, and he did seem... A little concerned, but he wasn't overly distraught. He, when they questioned him, which they do right away, and they told him, hey, Michael, this is, we start here. When a wife goes missing, we usually go, you know, immediately to her closest person near her, and that would be you. So you want to tell us anything? And Mike says, no, we pretty much have a normal marriage. But I do have a side chick. And so (laughs) I don't really think a normal marriage comes with a side chick. Um, Not in my book. 
Not in my book either, but in Michael's book, it did. And it seemed like Michael's book had a side chick most of Michael's married life. Like I said, remember that cocky attitude that Michael had during high school? Mm -hmm. He carried that with them throughout his 20s and 30s. And he had that same attitude with the police. Like nothing could really get him, you know? Yeah. So they find that Michael's demeanor is concerning. So, of course, they go straight to Michael's girl, side girl, and her name is Diana Hahn. Diana, small, younger woman than Michael, still in her 20s, also half Japanese like Michael, and she worked at Bonds. I was just going to say, you know what? I bet because he was like HDIC at the Vons. Yeah. That he got the attention of the young ladies. Yeah. That happens. Well, it happens. And he did. Okay. So detectives okay. show up unannounced to Diana's house and Diana comes to the door in her lingerie. This bitch opens her door in a teddy. <laughs> Would you ever... Um, no. <laughs> Me First of all, I'm not likely to put one on. <laughs> and you're sure shit not opening the door with one on? <laughs> definitely not. Yeah. So immediately they're like, okay, Michael, we know you're in there. Come out, you douchebag. And, of course, he comes out and they're like, you're not worried about your wife, are you? Yeah. So immediately when I read that part of the story, I'm like, who does that remind you of? Scott Peterson. It does. Okay. He's like Scott Peterson before Scott Peterson. Scott Peterson 1.0. I know you're going to like say like. I'm not because you. I mean, I could. <laughs> <laughs> I totally could say that, you know, at this point, I will just say, because I'm so sick of getting hate over my opinion with, about Scott Peterson. I think he needs a new trial and then we'll just see how it goes Go from there. Yeah. Yeah. But you but we all agree that Scott was like more concerned with a total Amber douchebag than, asshole. Yes. He was more concerned about being found out for cheating on his wife than his wife being missing. Yeah. Yeah. At least this guy, I guess, like came forward right away. And said he had a side chick? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably smart. So turned out that Diana and Michael had actually been having an affair for a couple years. And Sherry knew all about it. She did? She did, yeah. Michael actually lived with Diana for five months until just a short time before her disappearance. Sherry hated the fact that her husband was cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. Yeah. But she desperately loved Michael and wanted nothing more than to be his wife. How old were her kids? Six and eight. Okay. So when Michael was living with the Dirty D, Sherry lost 50 pounds, started dressing real cute, wearing makeup, and tried to win Michael back. Oh, 
Sherry. So it actually seemed to be working because Michael moved back in with Sherry. He told her he wanted to be there so he could be with his kids. But actually, I think he couldn't afford his two lives. And Diana at the time went bankrupt and foreclosed on her condo. So I think he moved back in with Sherry under desperation. But Sherry didn't care. She Mm. was like as long as he was with her. Yeah. But home life also for Sherry was pretty awful. Michael, to everyone else, was this fun-loving party guy that made jokes and everybody wanted to be around him. But at home, he treated Sherry like a second-class citizen. He really had little to no respect for her at all or her feelings. He would often call her fat, dismiss her, go out without her all the time. And like I said, he had multiple girlfriends. Not Diana was not the first. Yeah, it's because she got together with him in high school. I think so, too. There is just something about that. Like, you have to, like, go through a couple. I mean, I certainly have. I know you have been in me more so than you, but been in some relationships where we got treated, like, pretty shitty. And it's just, like, every time you go through one of those relationships, you level up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Until the playing field is, like, even, and then you're like, oh, yes, I will this marry nice. you. Yeah, yeah. This is nice. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is how it's supposed to be. Let's make this one work. That's right. But I feel like you just don't know any better. And there is something so intoxicating about that first love. I mean, hello, look at JLo, back with Ben, old flames, have this pool. I know. And I think he had that pool on her, right? Yeah. And I, and I also think she was always trying to, it was like that chase. She was always trying to chase him because he was always running away from her. And instead of saying, or having the like self-respect, she just, kept trying to be better yeah for him that can be addictive that like yeah. whole you know yeah always and, like having to work for it with someone that right. when it when it's just normal you're like oh this is monotonous and boring yeah yeah it's very unhealthy yes i don't recommend so to top off michael's dickness mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it assholeness um he had a pillow on his bed bed that he shared with Sherry uh, with a picture of Diana's face on it. Oh, God. I think that Sherry must have been so torn down. Broken. And he is a real dick. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like some controlling behavior. Like, let me show you how it is. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would burn that shit. I would have, like, wanted to burn him. <laughs> so it yeah. stated... That although there's no physical, no evidence of physical abuse, um, his psychological abuse was pretty damaging to Sherry. Yeah. 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 But although Sherry was as torn down as she was, she really hated to share her man with Diana. So in January of 1996, she got the guts to confront Diana And tell her to stop meddling in her life and leave Michael alone because, you know, she has kids with him and 
she's like, he's married, you little twit. Twat. But it's twat, twit, all of the above. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but it didn't work. Police also found that Michael's love triangle wasn't the only thing he was meddling with. Michael was not only seeing Diana, he was seeing a bunch of sex workers, too. Get the F out of here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, down on the avenue, probably. I don't know. I Thompson um, Boulevard is what they oh, like. Totally. In Ventura. Yeah. By the way, this Target, because... There's two targets at Ventura now, but there was only one back then. It's a good target. Where and that is parking this? lot? I didn't even know there's two. There's one by the mall. It's like attached to the mall now. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. And then this target, it, it has a huge parking lot. It does have a huge parking lot. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it does have a huge parking lot. That's probably why she was able to get abducted at like 930 in the morning. Yeah. So besides the sex workers that he was paying for on the side, he also had a coke habit, which wow. I think is probably why he couldn't afford having these two women. You yeah, know, I don't think Bond's GMs make that much money. Not not for like sex workers. Sex and workers, coke, coke and habits. Two houses. Side chicks and yeah. supporting a family. I don't think so. No. So he's it seemed like he liked to pick up sex workers, snort some blow, have a rendezvous at night. I mean, this guy is a real freaking winner. Mm-hmm. So even Diana's dreamboat was not so dreamy. Diana might have been good in bed, but guess what Diana was not good at? What? Being blow a jobs? criminal. Being a criminal. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, clearly not, because he had to have like more from other oh people. Oh my God. Yeah. But she was not a good criminal. Uh, With just a little digging, detectives found that Diana had recently purchased a wig from a local wig shop using a personal check. Oh, shit. Back in not check time. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Could you imagine? Not only did uh, did she purchase a wig, she purchased some handcuffs, a fake badge, you know, like a official badge but it was not official oh my god i um, bet she went to bonnie's oh dude I bonnie's was thinking that downtown too. that okay so <laughs> yeah. i i like tried to look up if it was from bonnie's because we should the, do a case about bonnie's you guys so there was this oh, that fire like costume store in downtown ventura that the fire department tried to shut down like a million times and every time i might have a relative that worked for the fire department so i might know this on pretty good authority hope that person doesn't mind but every time the woman would like fake a heart attack or something oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) and her son was dave thompson and they had this these commercials it's dave thompson buy your diamonds in the shorter brown tower and they were like in cahoots together and then the whole place did burn down it did i know it did It did burn down. It looked like a. I think they wanted to close it down because it looked like a fire risk because like you could barely walk through the. Oh, it was a definitely so a fire shit. risk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like a, a a hoarder's dream. That story. But I'll bet if we did some digging, there's a crime in there. Oh, I bet you. That is so funny. funny. So I did. We're think, coming for you. I did think that um, she bought her costume at Bonnie's. Yeah. Oh, and you know. 
let me tell you, when Diana's face was like known that Michael was dating Diana, the wig shop owner, who was a female, did call and say that I know that lady. She bought the wig here. So it might have been Bonnie. She didn't even go to like Oxnard. She like stayed in Ventura. Well, so I don't know. I got to I I could check on that. I'm not positive, but she did live like Diana was from Oxnard. So um, they worked at the. You got to go outside of your hood. Yeah. Right. Pay cash. Pay cash. You know where she also went? Where? She went to Kmart and she bought herself a tan pantsuit, a hatchet, some super glue, some oh, real shit. big trash bags, matches, and she paid with her personal checks. Okay. Again. Again. Diana okay. also rented a car in her name. Okay. Guess what it was? Nissan Altima. A blue Nissan Altima. Yeah. Which she turned back in with lots of bloodstains. <laughs> Gotta get that plastic sheeting like Dexter. Put it everywhere. I told you, Prep. Diana is not very good at being a criminal. Shit. Okay. And after a little analysis, they did see that it was Sherry's blood. So Diana is pretty dirty. Dirt, dirty Diana. No. Okay. But we all know... It's really hard to convict somebody without a body. body. Because Jerry could be still alive. I think everybody knew she wasn't, but there's always a little hope. In the weeks that everyone went looking for Sherry. Oh, by the way, listen to this. My mom gave me a little a little insight. I guess everybody was meeting up at the Target parking lot because that's where she went missing. Mm-hmm. And... Target at first was like, oh, no, no, nobody's meeting up here. Get your little booties out of here. And the town went crazy on Target and was like, we're never shopping here again if you act like that. And so Target changed their tune real quick and let everybody meet there. But good call, Target. Yeah. What the hell, Target? We already Um, told you that parking lot is plenty big. I'm pretty sure you can have like thousands of people meet up there. Mm hmm. And still shop at your store. Right. So while everybody's searching for Sherry, guess what Michael was doing? What? Getting rid of Sherry's stuff. Of course. They always do that. So soon. So Scott Peterson again. Yeah. Pack it up. Pack it up. He even called her best friend to see if she could come over and help get rid of her stuff. Oh, he probably wanted to do her. He also filed a separation agreement from Sherry. And Sherry's best friend said she did go over there to the house and she saw a picture of Diana on Sherry's nightstand. I mean, puke. Total puke. So Did he even have a life insurance policy or anything on her? He did. It wasn't big. It was only $50,000, but I think it was enough. That'll buy you some blow and some sex workers. Yeah. So all hope was lost. Uh, One month after Sherry's disappearance, they found her body down a ravine just 12 miles from Target. It oh. was on the way to Ohio. You know oh. it very well. Yeah. Gretchen lived right by there. Sherry had been stabbed and mostly decapitated by what seemed to be a hatchet. So things are looking real bad for Diana Hahn. 
and Diana is arrested and charged for the murder of Sherry Daly. But you think Diana acted alone? No. Well, according to a woman that she worked with at the Bonds, Diana wanted to sacrifice a human for her boyfriend because she was in some sort of witchcraft and satanic cult. Now, this was also brought up in her trial. And I just, I like, I have a hard time believing that that's true. I know people think that it's true, but I also don't think that witchcraft and Satanism are the same thing. And they're not. So well, I feel like that would be pretty easy to prove. I mean, if she was like that diehard into witchcraft in the form of sacrifices and stuff, I mean, she would have like a whole bunch of, you know, books and black shit, yeah, purple I, rocks, fucking I, potions. Yeah. I don't know, whatever they do, <laughs> like lying around. I don't think you're just like, like, I just do a little bit. Like, I just practice sacrificing on the side and the rest of my house looks like it came out of the, like, you know, Magnolia section of Target. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. So I don't believe I do think that she talked about it a little bit. What Diana has said is that she was just like, she's just a big jokester. Me personally, I don't think she had enough stuff to to make me think she's like really sacrificing for a person. I do think she's an evil person, but I don't think to me. Yeah, I just, she was just I, a jelly belly. Yeah, I think she was a weirdo, too. Yeah. Police are definitely not convinced that this little soft-spoken woman acted alone, especially in the way that Michael was behaving. His lack of emotion, compassion, worry about his wife was real noticeable. So, and, you know, when Michael was questioned about Diana by the media, you know, once she was like, everybody knew it was her, he would say, she's a beautiful and wonderful person. Like, he always was, like, very, like, supportive of her, always, even when he found out, which he knew, but even, you know, when he found out that everybody knew that she killed Sherry. And then when he was questioned about Sherry, when she was still missing, Like, there's a quote of him saying, I wish they would just find Sherry so her family can go on. Her mother's a mess. That's what he says about his wife. Yeah. The mother of your children. Nice. It's very clear that he could give two shits about her. And the more the police found out about him, the more they knew that Michael just might be the puppet master behind the whole scandal. So Michael had an old girlfriend named Sally. And Sally actually came forward to the police and said Michael had asked her to kill Sherry in the same exact way that Diana did it. She said he had a a real way of manipulating people. And thankfully, Sally had a better head on her shoulders than Dirty D did. A couple sex workers also came forward to say that Michael had told them that he wanted Sherry dead. He didn't want a divorce. He just wanted her gone. And like you said, I think he wanted her life insurance policy. So both Michael and Dirty Diana Hahn were arrested and charged with the murder of Sherry Daly. They had plenty of evidence against Diana, but she still pled innocent. I hate that. We're not guilty. Why are you going to put us through the trial? I know she did. It was clear that she was the killer between her purchases, car, blood, Oh, and when they first questioned her about it, that day that they had, like, picked her up at 
her house in the lingerie. She had scratches on her forehead. Mm. She said that it was from a bike ride that she took on May 6th. She didn't really have an alibi. She said she went on a bike ride from Oxnard to Ventura, like Port Wainimi, Oxnard, by the way, which is like real deep, to Ventura to lay out. And she didn't even mention the fall until one of her coworkers was like, "Uh, she she came home late or she came to work late and she got all these scratches on her. They were like, Diana, move your bangs. What are those scratches from? So her defense... You know, she didn't have a very good defense. They tried to point out that Diana got an injury when she was a sophomore in high school, which actually Diana went to high school with my mom. Whoa. And she was a sophomore when my mom was a, a senior. And this is when this this injury happened. My mom actually knew about the injury, but she didn't know the girl that it happened to. The basketball backboard on Diana's head in this freak accident. Oh, my gosh. She was in a coma for a couple days. So although this happened, she still, she, I don't think she had like traumatic brain injury from it. Well, maybe she had that thing like the football players get. I know. So I kind of thought about that because I think that's what they were trying to say oh in her so defense. Aaron Hernandez. Okay. He I know. started writing the Satan shit and that, that's not a defense. I mean, I, you don't get off for for that you get therapy you don't get off for murder but um yeah it's i mean it's possible i wonder if so she is a bizarre person doing bizarre things and said bizarre things and i mean it is possible that she yeah i i don't know i mean she graduated high school she had a job she held down a job but she did do something real weird that I don't know anybody that would do by killing a person that she didn't want around. But really, it is no excuse. So in 1997, Diana Hahn was sentenced to life in prison without parole. As for Michael, they have little evidence that Michael had anything to do with it. Yeah, you know, it's too damn bad because it wasn't like people had cell phones and like were like texting and stuff then. Otherwise, you know, they would have been stupid enough to put all this shit in writing. Oh, 100 percent. She did call Michael a couple times on um, phone records that on May 6th. Um, But I mean, that's all. They just see that she called him. As for Michael's trial, it started in 1998. And this is where my fascination for law came in. My high school was right across the street from the courtroom, and I was a senior in high school, so I got out a little early, was able to leave at lunchtime sometimes, and I went to the courthouse and I sat and watched his trial. So weird. You were in the room with him. I know. Bananas. I was pretty fascinated, by the way, <laughs> Like, yeah. from this. I really should have known that maybe that is where I should have, like, taken my instead of I was like I want to be a nutritionist and I want to like yeah so in 1998 I wasn't living in Ventura I was in San Diego yeah no you weren't there so So I'm this is like all news to me I mean I've heard a lot of people talk about this case but I wasn't like a close follower yeah when it happened I just remember I went a few times I was really fascinated when I was in the courtroom I wanted to go like every day but School ended and it was still going on like his I think his sentencing wasn't until 
June something. I just remember I couldn't I couldn't keep going and clearly I couldn't keep going because I had school. But I should have been like an attorney or detective. Something. Now, yeah, now I just sit on my closet floor talking about crimes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But maybe it's why I'm doing this. I don't know. So Michael pled not guilty. And after Diana found out about Michael's attraction for paying for sex, she wasn't so happy either. She kind of changed her tune on him. She never testified against him, but she does think that he betrayed her. Michael was also found guilty of murder even though they didn't have a lot on him. They had those sex workers come forward. They had the ex-girlfriend come forward and say that, you know, he had he had yeah requested them to kill his wife. And I think just his demeanor, his behavior, the things that he did kind of proved that he was in on it. Yeah, he wasn't surprised. Plenty of people corroborate that he's a master manipulator. Yeah, yeah. I think it's enough for a guilty verdict. And he also got life in prison without that is surprising. Role, I know. I do think that's surprising too. Yeah, I'm glad, but um, that's surprising. Yeah. So in more recent years, Michael has requested clemency from our old California Governor Jerry Brown. It was denied. Mm-hmm. I ha- I kind of have this feeling that. He could possibly um, appeal it. I'm sure he's tried, but uh, I feel like if anybody could, maybe he could. Just because there's not evidence that he did it besides, you know, hearsay. There's not evidence that Scott Peterson did it either, but. I know. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, what happened to his two boys, you wonder? I do. Well, their paternal grandparents took them and cared for them. So his family. His family. Damn it. I know. They sued Diana for over $6 million, which oh, they I'm got. Sure she had it. Oh, she totally did not. <laughs> yeah. She's working in Vons. She does not have $6 million bucks. Yeah. She did have, though, Gretchy. $1 million from that backboard incident oh, that shit. she got from the school, which got her, it was paid on a monthly basis of a thousand, about 1200 bucks a month yeah. until she was the age of 61. Yeah. The money at the time was going for her legal fees um, to the state when the boys were granted that um, $6 million. So I don't know if I don't know if they would have taken it away from the state and given it to the boys instead. I'm assuming at this point they probably get a little bit. She's 60 years old, so maybe there's about a year left of the money, the $1,000 a month. Well, I mean, back then there are those like law firms who will buy your settlement. Like they'll take the payments and they'll give you one cash out. Oh, yeah. So maybe they maybe work that. something out like that. Yeah. They did not continue a relationship with their maternal grandmother. That's so sad. And I am assuming that this is because she believes that Michael is guilty and they don't. Yeah. Michael's parents did not think that Michael was guilty. And the boys also seem to think that their dad is innocent. By yeah. 
the looks of it, they are all grown up and still living in Ventura County. Mm -hmm. I couldn't find any recent um, pictures of Michael or Diana in jail. I looked them up. They both are obviously still in prison. Diana is in the Central California Women's Facility. This is the largest. In Chowchilla? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. One of your ladies is in there that you did a case on. I think, I think several. Probably several. Yeah. But I saw one on there. It is the largest women's prison and it also holds the women in California that are on death row. And Michael is in jail in Los Angeles, and it's the one that I went and toured at. Oh, my God. Okay. So when he was still being held in the Ventura County Jail, my Mm -hmm. aunt was the nurse. Oh, what did she say about him? I've just heard this one story about how he they brought him in. And my aunt is kind of a badass, (sighs) as you can imagine. Yeah, being like a prison nurse for like a million years. Oh, yeah. And she was like, so what are you in for? You know? All yeah. Attitude. And he, <laughs> he wouldn't answer her. No way. He wouldn't answer her. So then she turned and she said, deputy, you know, because there's always mm-hmm. a deputy in the room. Yeah. And they said, murder. And she said, Oof. see, Michael, murder. Wasn't that hard, was it? <laughs> <sighs> Oh, my God. That's that's all. I mean, that's all I really got. That's all you got. Uh, Yeah. I mean, and I've just known I've known people who I don't know anyone personally, but I have known people who have known that family who say, yeah, they think he's innocent. Oh, they think he's innocent. Well, they just say the family thinks he's innocent and they're real. They're real mad about it. Yeah. To a point where it's kind of creepy that they're so mad about it he knew about it yeah you don't make you don't you you don't do those things yeah if you don't know about it yeah what you should be mad about is that your little these two young kids are growing up without a mother yes and a father yeah that's yeah i mean that's the saving grace of him getting life is that like maybe hope god help us that they turn out, you know, normal, that they got out of being in a house with that kind of toxic relationship. It does a number on those little boys. Mm -hmm. So let's hope, even though I disagree with his family, that he's innocent, that they did a great job uh, raising Raising these boys. Hopefully his parents love each other. And so his children can imitate that in their future life and not repeat the horrible cycle of their father. Agreed. Agreed. So that is the case of Sherry Dowley. Okay. When I was looking up, I went in, I went down this rabbit hole. When I was looking up to see recent pictures of Michael, I was like, how can I find recent pictures of him or Diana? So I went on, <laughs> remember that site where like you could date an inmate or you can write yeah. them? Yeah, yeah, so I went on that again, trying to look for them. But you can't look search their name. You have to look for, like, California and their age. Yeah. And uh, so I was I was doing that. So then I found a bunch of other people. Then I, like, 
That is then fascinating. It's so fascinating because some people look so normal. Like there's these women that look like they would be your school teacher. And you're like, what are they in prison for? I know. Then I go down this rabbit hole where I look at their pictures that they post on their, you know, Tinder site, which is not Tinder. It's something else, but I'm just saying. And then I get in this, then I go and I say, you know what? I'm going to look up their actual mugshot. So then I look up their mugshot, which looks nothing like their Tinder page. Oh, my God. And I started doing this for like two hours. I know. It's fascinating. I'm telling you, you really should watch more Dr. Lockup. I would like it. I'm pretty sure I would. Oh, my God. There's this guy on there right now. Okay, so there's a new couple. And this guy has been waiting for this girl to get out, I don't know, for like a year or something. So he had a sex toy. It looks like a torso. It's like like about the size. It's about two feet. Okay. okay. But it looks like a whole human torso. Okay. And he named it after the girl in prison. And then he met her mother and... He's like, I've been faithful to your daughter. I bought this <laughs> sex toy. Oh my God. And I named it after her. I mean, you just can't make this stuff up. I mean, who does that? Who tells somebody's oh, parent? My who God, tells anyone? So anyone who goes on TV and talks about it. It's fascinating. Okay. So he had this, like, it was one of those, like, uh, sleeves. Yeah. It's like a sleeve. Uh huh. <laughs> oh. So and he even he keeps busting it out on the last episode. The girl, she's not giving it up to him. Right. She's like, I'm not actually even though you've been waiting for me and sending me money all this time in prison. I'm not giving it up until you buy me new boobs. Oh, uh-huh. it's like that. It's like that. She's still working him. So he pulls out the, the toy in front of the cameras and is like, I'm going to need you guys to leave. Is this real? Is this <laughs> real? You. It's. So it's so bad. It's so bad. Oh, my God. I can't believe they make television like this. Oh, and now he's on Instagram and he's getting recognized. And he writes like he's taking pictures with people, you know, and he's like, you know, you've made it when super fans and their children's, you know, come up to you. I'm like, oh, my God. Some mother is watching this obscenity with her children. I hope That's not. That's crazy. Come and on. this guy thinks he's made it because people recognize him. <laughs> well, do you remember when you got recognized? You thought you made it, too. <laughs> I did kidding. not think I made it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I still don't think I've made it. So I'm still going up the hill. Yeah, I know. Yeah. True. So it's it's a you know what they say it's a marathon Gretchen it's a marathon yeah like here and if you guys want our marathon to go even faster <laughs> give us a shout out tell your friends about us if you think that they're cool enough to listen to us then tell them about us okay yeah okay yeah sure okay. also we're recording early so we don't have any shout outs to give right now um, we're trying to. Gretchen has some vacation and I have some vacation. We're trying to get a lot of stuff in so we don't miss any episodes. Isn't that nice? Is there anything else? You guys, if you want to listen to us more, go to patreon.com forward slash housewives of true crime. Come to Patreon. We're also going to be dropping our YouTubes every Wednesday and we're going to get up to caught up to date. So you're going to see our beautiful mug space, mug faces. <laughs> 
with with makeup mm-hmm. every Wednesday on YouTube. You can follow us there at HWTC. I think if you also just probably type in Housewives of True Crime, you will find it. But our you official will. page is HWTC. You will find it, Gretchen. You see it. Mm-hmm. And is there anything else? I think that's it. Okay. Clink, clink, guys. Okay. Clink, clink.